0: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for standing by and welcome to the Sierra Metals Q1 2020 Consolidated Financial Results Conference Call. At this time, all participants are in a lesson only mode. After the speaker's presentation, there will be a question and answer session. To ask a question during the session, you will need to press star one on your telephone. Please be advised that today's conference is being recorded. If you require any further assistance, please press star zero. I would now like to turn the conference over to your speaker today. Mike McAllister, VP Investor Relations. Please go ahead.
1: Thank you, operator, and good morning, everyone. Welcome to Sierra Metals Q1 Q1 2020 results conference call. On today's call, we are joined by Igor Gonzalez, our president and CEO, as well as Ed Guimaras, our CFO. Today's call, as mentioned by the operator, will be uh, followed by a question and answer period. The accompanying presentation for today's call is available for download, both through the webcast and from the company's website at sierrametals.com. Yesterday's press release, the financial statements, and the management discussion and analysis document are all posted on the company's website. Before I turn the call over to Igor, I would like to indicate that this earnings call contains forward-looking information that is based on the company's current expectations, estimates, and beliefs. This forward-looking information is subject to a number of risks, uncertainties, and other factors. Actual results could differ materially from our conclusions, forecasts, projections, as reflected in the forward-looking information. Additional information about the material factors that could cause actual results to differ materially from the conclusion, forecast, or projection in the forward-looking information, and the material factors or assumptions that were applied in drawing a conclusion or making a forecast or projections as reflected in the forward looking information is contained in the company's annual information form which is publicly available on cedar or edgar via form 40f or on the company's website please also note that all dollar amounts mentioned on today's call are in u.s dollars unless otherwise noted i would now like to turn the call over to Igor gonzalez our president and ceo please go ahead igor Thanks, Mike, uh,
2: and good morning, everyone. Before I speak uh, about uh, about some of the first quarter uh, 2020 production and financial highlights, I would like to take a quick moment to update you on the most recent COVID-19 developments in Mexico and Peru. If we can turn to slide number four, uh, Peru entered into a state of emergency on March 17th, and has now been extended uh, until May 24th. During this time, only essential services could be could operate, and travel is restricted uh, within the country. However, the government has allowed some economic uh, activities to start, and large open pin mining companies have been uh, cleared to restart operations. We're hopeful that shortly the government will allow mid sized and underground mining to commence as well. In the case of Mexico, a state of emergency was also declared on March 30th and has been extended to May 30th. However, on May 13th, the Mexican government declared mining as an essential essential, uh, service effective May 18th, allowing for the normalization of mining operations. Therefore, the Bolivar mine uh, could uh, restart normal operations on May 18th. The Cusi mine remains in care and maintenance as management continues to evaluate the best path forward, and uh, we cannot mobilize the workforce from the nearby city yet uh, while the health uh, emergency state uh, still remains in place. The company continues to focus on the health, safety, and well-being of its workforce. A smaller workforce has been retained at Yauricocha to oversee the critical aspects of the operations and complete maintenance activities. Employees due to report for work at Yauricocha and Bolivar are screened, medical screen, tested for COVID and quarantined before being allowed to join the active workforce uh, at the mine. Additionally, the active workforce continues to be monitored on a daily basis at both mines for any potential symptoms. Uh, Through this process, two potential cases were detected during the screening process at the Yauricocha mine. One of them was confirmed positive during the quarantine uh, period and the other is still a potential case that according to uh, the quick test that we have on hand. The potential case was likely due to a previous viral infection, but we are taking every precaution at both, at all of the cases, and, uh, and they all were returned to their home and referred to further medical treatment. As a precaution, their families have also been offered to be tested. The company is doing everything we can to protect its employees and take care of other families while protecting our active workforces and to prevent labor disruptions. We're also supporting nearby communities with uh, EPP uh, supplies and fumigation equipment. Due to the contained impact of the COVID on metal prices, uh, sorry, due to the continued impact of uh, the COVID on metal prices, global economic uncertainty, and the related work stoppages at all mines, the company has suspended all previously issued 2020 annual annual guidance. The overall effect on company's business will depend on how quickly its site can safely return to normal operations and on the duration of impact on its cost customers, and market for its products, all of which are unknown at this time. The resumption to normal operating activities is highly dependent on the progression of the pandemic and the success of measures taken to prevent transmission, which will influence when health and government authorities remove various restrictions on business activities. Moving now on to to quarter one, uh, 2020 highlights. Uh, Turning to uh, slide number five, the company has achieved a strong consolidated production this quarter. Consolidated mill throughput was 740,689 tons, a 30% increase over Q1 2019. Consolidated copper equivalent pounds produced increased 43% to 31.2 million pounds as the company achieved the higher production for all metals as compared to Q1 2019 despite the impact of COVID-19 pandemic in the second half of March 2020 At Yawri despite the loss of 15 days production due to COVID pandemic uh, had 22% higher throughput thanks in part to running the mill at higher throughput levels until the state of of emergency was declared in Q1. Additionally, the mine had a large stockpile of ore, which we were able to continue processing during the work stoppage with a smaller workforce. At Bolivar, we again had record quarterly throughput this quarter, with approximately 4,315 tons per day average, Processed as we continue to ramp up the mine up towards the 5,000 ton per day level. UCI has experienced delays this quarter as we continue to encounter difficulties catching up with development due to previous subsidence issues, which required us to leave a 60-meter pillar containing the previously completed development, which in- included some high-grade ore. Revenues from metals payable increased 13% to $55.6 million. Adjusted EBITDA increased 24% to 16.1 million compared to Q1 2019. Adjusted net income came came in at 1.2 million or one cent per share for Q1 2020. We finished the quarter with a cash balance of 37 million, which decreased from 43 million dollars at the end of 2019 due to $11.2 million of capital expenditures, $1.3 million interest payments offset by $6.5 million of operating cash flow after working capital adjustments and taxes. The metals mix as a percentage of revenue for the company has copper leading the way at 40%, which is expected to continue and possibly increase further with the expansion at the bolivar mine following by zinc and silver each at 20 percent followed by lead at 10 percent and gold at nine percent gold has also seen uh, we've seen an increase uh, of uh, gold revenues given the the latest prices in q1 we continue to face lower base metal price uh, and 92% higher treatment and refining charges, as well as higher sustaining capital costs. Despite these challenges, the company generated a significant amount of operating cash flow, which has been allocated carefully and prudently to fund capital expenditures and maintain liquidity. Furthermore, we continue to realize substantial returns on the capital invested in our projects. Turning to slide number six, at Yaricocha, the mine is trending towards copper as our main product, as a percentage of revenue and as a percentage of net smelter royalty. As such, we're reporting copper figures in addition to zinc for Yaricocha. When compared to the same period in 2019, cash costs were down 20% to uh, 43 cents per uh, of dollar per zinc equivalent payable pound. All in sustaining costs were down 3% to 80% per sink equivalent payable pound. As the 46% increase in zinc equivalent pounds sold more than offset the impact of the increase in treatment and refining charges and higher sustain, sustaining capital costs. Looking at costs now for a copper, from a copper perspective, when compared the same period in 2019, cash costs were down 7% to $1.17 per copper equivalent payable pound, and all in sustaining costs were up 15% to $2.24 per copper equivalent payable pound, as the 24% increase in copper equivalent pounds sold could not offset the impact of the higher treatment. And refining charges and higher sustaining capital costs at bolivar compared to the same period in 2019 cash costs were 99 percent lower at 1.15 dollars per proper equivalent payable pound all in sustaining costs were down 48 percent to one dollar 85 cents The decrease in unit costs at Bolivar were driven by the 43% increase in mill throughput and higher grades, resulting in higher metal production and sales. All in sustaining costs per copper equivalent payable pound during the first quarter decreased largely due to the combined impact of 78% higher copper equivalent pound sold and 70% lower sustaining capital. PUSI faced higher operating costs due to the development cost as a consequence of the subsiding experienced in late 2019 and due to the write-off of the stockpiles and concentrated inventory at quarter end. As such, cash costs were 30% higher at $22.62 and all in sustaining costs were flat coming in at $30 per silver equivalent payable arms when compared to Q1. 2019 we believe that with increased throughput and more efficiencies we can realize lower costs going forward in this mind looking ahead in 2020 looking ahead in 2020 on the slide number seven we still see a strong growth for the company as the COVID pandemic effects begin to ease and operations begin to return to normal such as in Mexico, with mining being declared as essential service and mining operations beginning to normalize there starting on May 18th. At Yauricocha, we have the flexibility to run the mill at higher levels to help make up lost tonnages, and we're still optimistic that we will receive our permits from the government this year, which will allow us to increase production by 20% to 3,600 tons per day level. Moreover, we are completing studies to increase throughput to 5,500 tons per day in the next few years. At Bolivar, we continue to ramp up production to 5,000 tons per day level, which is a 38% increase over 2019. Furthermore, the recent Bolivar mineral resource update provided for a significant increase in mineral resources and has demonstrated That further expansion potential exists beyond 5,000 ton per day level, which will be evaluated through an updated preliminary economic assessment. At CUSI, the mine remains in care and maintenance as management continues to evaluate the best path forward for CUSI to complete the needed development and reach throughput targets. Because of the government imposed lockdown and CUSI being placed into care and maintenance, the anticipated i 43 101 will be delayed. Turning now to slide number eight, I would like to reassure everyone that during this COVID-19 uh, pandemic, we first and foremost are taking care of our workforce. We continue to have a strong balance sheet, balance sheet and we have reduced and deferred capital expenditures to ensure we emerge as a strong company as before the pandemic. Once the situation returns to a more normal one and metal prices improve, we remain poised for strong future growth and cash flow. We will continue to make prudent strategic investments in the company, which will benefit all shareholders. Sierra Metals has large land packages with many high-value targets that with exploration and development can provide lower-cost organic growth for many years ahead.
1: With that, I will now turn the call back to Mike. Thanks, Igor. That ends the presentation portion of this call. We would now like to open up the call to questions from our participants. Operator, could you please open up the lines?
0: Thank you. At this time, if you'd like to ask a question, press star one on your telephone keypad. To withdraw your question, press the pound key. Please wait while we compile the question. Your first question comes from the line of Jake from Roth Capital Partners. Please go ahead.
3: Hey guys, thanks for taking my questions. It, uh, it looks like your treatment charges increased fairly substantially during the quarter. Um, I'm just wondering, are, are these locked in over the course of 2020 or, or do you expect them to come down as we've seen some global supply come offline uh, due to COVID-19? Hi,
4: Hi, Jake. Thanks for the question. Um, yeah, the the TCs and RCs are locked in for 2020, uh, and what you are seeing in terms of the global TC situation, uh, they ha- spot sales have come down primarily for zinc, as um, you know, and that's largely because of what's happening in, in Chile and uh, and Peru with uh, the concentrate restrictions, um, but. These should normalize by by the end of the year. So the TCs RCs are expected to for zinc anyway to to creep up to around 300 tons by the end of the year. And uh, okay.
2: Jake, our, our, our all our contracts, Jake, are, are for one year, and and so it'll, it'll it'll go all all the way through the end of this
3: year. Okay, that's helpful. Um, yep. And then, can you, can you just give us a bit more color on the trend we're seeing towards copper production at, at Yorikocha? Um, are the domin- are the copper-dominant areas expected to be mined over the course of the year into next year, or just a- any color surrounding that would be helpful? Sure.
5: Um,
2: yes, we, uh, fortunately, in Yowri-Kocha, uh the, the Yorikocha mine is... Uh, uh, divided into various areas one of the areas is esperanza which is essentially a, a copper mine an underground copper mine and uh, and it, it extends towards cachicachi so with with current uh, prices with current uh, conditions we're trying to maximize the opportunity of uh, of trying to uh, go to this area and mine more uh, or, or given the, the current prices and TCRCs for sink. And we are able to do that because we have resources in, in uh, Esperanza and also we, we have identified additional ore in the area between Esperanza and Cachicachi. So yes, we're reviewing our mine plan and uh, we would like to, to add more, more, more copper tons in our, in our production for this year.
3: Okay, it's it's good to see you guys taking advantage of that flexibility, um, and then just lastly at Kusi, is is there a particular silver price you need to see to move forward with the development work there? You know, assuming things are able to come back online over the medium term.
2: Uh, okay, let me let me answer uh, first, and then uh, probably complement uh, in Kusi. What we have done is. Uh, we we have uh, reviewed the needed uh, development. We need an additional 1500 meters of, of, of development in order to be able to have enough faces to feed the mill at, at a steady state of 1200 tons per day. We have tested the mill at 1200 tons per day already many times, so we know it can do it. And so the only thing remaining is to have enough open uh, ore faces to to feed uh, to have a steady feed. To the mill. Then the other activity that uh, is required at at, uh, CUSI is to uh, finalize the construction of the uh, new tailings facility. So we have put both activities in front of our board, uh, both the development and the tailings uh, facility. And when the board approves this capital, then we can move forward with the development. Uh, I I will let Ed uh, talk about the, the price.
4: Thanks, Igor. In terms of uh, prices, Jake, there's, there's really uh, you know, based on consensus prices of uh, of 1750 and above. There's no reason Kusy uh, can't make uh, money. Uh, we we are in a particularly downturn for silver, especially when you compare it to to gold prices. Um, so, uh, but in terms of consensus going forward, uh, CUSI should be the making money at uh, at those
5: prices. Okay, that's fair. That was all on my end. Thanks again.
0: Your next question comes from the line of Mark with Noble Capital Market. Please go ahead.
5: Good morning, and thanks for taking my question. Um, just real quickly, I guess to start off, um, Ed, what are your current thoughts on on capital expenditures uh, this year? Um, hi, thank you. Who, who's, who asked the question? Uh, this is Mark. Mark.
4: Hi, Mark. Well, given you know, given that we've suspended guidance until uh, until the pandemic situation returns to a somewhat normal um, situation or environment it's very difficult to to really comment on on our capital spend. The focus is to to preserve as much cash as possible. Um, We don't know how long this pandemic will last, whether it will come in waves. Um, So we're doing everything we can to to minimize capital spend without without jeopardizing uh, needed development uh, to to keep the mines um, producing
5: because
2: you have a yeah, lot I of I like, I I should I'd like to compliment that uh, as part of our um scenario analysis uh, during the this uh, pandemic we have broken up every a major capital project uh, uh, that is in in Sierra into uh, smaller portions that are Essential for 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 the operations, uh, and just to give you an example, uh, one of the areas of priority in uh, when selecting uh, capital project would be the connection between uh, Esperanza and, and Cachipachi, which we have already advanced 150 meters, and we need to to develop that area and, and drill. Uh, another another critical um, part is is uh, Restoring, for example, uh, doing maintenance to the central shaft uh, uh, and, and so forth. So, we know exactly now uh, what pieces of, uh, of and what parts of the different capital projects we can uh, commence at, at each individual uh, time. Uh, and during the pandemic, we, we have stopped all capital projects spent just to to conserve uh, funds.
5: Well, that's very helpful. Um, just the second question is just a follow-up on on QC. I think there's kind of two elements there. There's one that there's the there's the uh, silver prices have been uh, uh, not cooperative, I guess. But but also there's the issue of, of more developments needed at the mine to be able to enable it to operate at that 1,200 tons per day. And so right now it's on care and maintenance. And I was just kind of wondering for the balance of the year whether you know you would continue to keep it out of service or you know how you're thinking about that in other words do you need to see prices go higher before you're willing to invest more in the development you know to bring the capacity up to 1200 tons per day uh which might you know protract things a little bit or uh just maybe a little clarity there sure um well, what I indicated is that we, we need uh,
2: meter, 1,500 meters of development. This translates in, in, in terms of timing uh, about one and a half to two months of, of uh, development. And, and, uh, and, and, but at the same time, we would have to kick in with the, with the tailings uh, facility, a continuation of the construction process. Uh, so, both activities are uh, now being presented to our board. They, they are fully aware of that that's needed, that capital, additional capital is needed to commence operations in, 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 in CUSI, uh, and, uh, and uh, once we see that conditions are favorable in terms of of health and also pricing, then we, we can immediately ask for the authorization to the board and, and, and resume CUSI.
4: It's the last
5: question the- sure sure no that okay. wow. well the last question is just more of a kind of an industry question and that is that you know copper prices have have remained you know obviously reflecting the the, the uh, economic uh, outlook but at the same token so the prices are low but I happened to catch you know the financial times had a had a uh, headline that said Barrick on the hunt for copper deals and um do you think at this point, I mean, are the industry participants kind of looking beyond this pandemic? And, you know, has the industry started to kind of focus on the long-term, the intermediate and longer-term supply-demand uh, factors for copper, which uh, in my view are favorable? Uh, so um, do you think you, we will see, you know, more activity uh, uh, in the space?
2: And, and this is Igor, and, and my, my uh, opinion is that uh, that indeed will be the case, uh, as um, copper uh, represents a, a long-term investment, and uh, and uh, as as we move forward, uh, the the industry that consumes copper will will become more prevalent: uh, electric cars, uh, solar cells, etc. And, and so uh i think we have a, a good future for, for for copper uh on our end as a as a company uh we are growing our resources very fast at bolivar and and also at uh, at, uh, at Yaricocha. and and uh, more important uh, perhaps in in our case is that the, the operating cost at at uh, um at bolivar is, is very competitive and uh, and that puts us in a in a very uh, positive uh, uh, position for for uh, as a copper producer.
5: I agree. Well, thank you very much. Thank you.
0: Your next question, Council of HECO with H. C. Wenright. Please go ahead.
3: Hey guys, thanks for taking my questions, and I hope everybody is staying safe. Um, building a bit on what Jake asked earlier with the treatment and refining charges, can you talk a little bit what you've seen in April and more importantly during call it the last week or two in May, and are people willing willing to chat longer term, or what are you seeing with that? Hi, Hi, go ahead, I,
4: Yeah, I could just talk uh, uh, briefly on what I'm seeing uh, with the zinc TCs. Um, so essentially since about... Uh, I'd say the end of March, um, we, we saw a, a big drop in, in spot TCs to about, uh, about two, 265, 265 bucks a ton. Um, and then we saw an, another significant drop over the last week to two weeks where we're uh, zinc TCs are sitting at approximately uh, $185 a ton. So, and that was largely due to the, the production restrictions, uh, shortfalls that were coming out of, of, of Peru and, and Chile. But uh, I, I believe those to be short-lived, once, once uh, production normalizes out of Peru and, and Chile, you should see a return back to um, the at least the 280 to 300 tcs. Uh, uh, on
2: the on the operating on the operating side of things, Heiko, uh, all of our production in May and and, uh, and April uh, have been has been accepted very uh, uh, with, without any any inconvenience uh, in in the refineries and and the concentrate uh, buyers. So uh, we haven't had any any issues with uh, shipping our our production.
3: And that's very really helpful. thank you um given that we're in pretty crazy and, and pretty much unprecedented times right now. I mean the capital markets at times uh mostly about March here we're going absolutely nuts. Can you just maybe give you your thoughts on some potential for longer term hedging i I know it's Pandora's box, and a lot of investors don't like it at all but I mean, just at what point in time does it make me and I understand prices are low right now, so I'm not saying in this immediate term. But at what point in time does it maybe make sense to do a little bit of thinking about uh, you know heading, uh, hedging some some non-core production
2: uh, I, I will answer a part i i think with our operating costs we we would like to be a position such in such a way that we can benefit from any upside in, in price i think that that's uh of, of importance now with with gold uh, going up uh, so fast uh, I, we have seen some some companies uh, hedging on uh, the gold uh, future production uh, although our our production is not significant uh, yet it it amounts for 9% of our revenue uh, but i, I uh, at this point in time i given our our uh, special operating costs uh, that we have been able to optimize we're well placed to benefit from any upside in in, in pricing ed you want to complement that
4: sure igor just just to add that having having the benefit of producing five metals we we we're we're diversified enough and that's that's creating a natural hedge in and of itself that we could take advantages of uh, stronger metals for instance uh, gold right now um, and uh, and And copper uh soon to follow, and uh so yeah there's no there's no real immediate plan for hedging and we we have enough margin that, that there's no there's no need for hedging to protect our our costs
3: okay. and then lastly, just in regards to travel, I mean the operation are obviously in two different countries, and to the best of my understanding, there really isn't any travel between those two places right now. How much of this is actually impacting things? I mean, one would think that you know you can't really give a, a proper property tour, or a show that you know here is what we're doing on, a, on an iPad. I mean, people want to see things in, in person, and and it's it's hard it's hard to see that. And also, I would assume that there is something one of the operations doesn't want you to see. They're probably just gonna forget to give it on an iPad tour. Is there any impact at all, or is it uh, meaningful yet, or Are you people actually getting around at all? Uh,
2: uh, Heiko, uh, uh, this is Igor here. Uh, Yes, we have not been able to travel. Uh, Peru is completely closed for its uh, national and international flights and uh, Mexico likewise. However, from day one of of the COVID, we uh, created a a crisis committee, both in Yauricocha and, and in Bolivar and Cusi and we we meet via zoom every day uh in the, uh, every morning and uh, every uh, uh, area manager uh, reports uh, meaning accounting logistics uh, uh it o- operations of course and it, it it has actually worked extremely well for us because uh, never before we had so much information from each uh, area manager and we can uh, make corrections on the go uh, very quickly, and everybody can uh, can uh, pitch in their their support for whatever is needed. And and so uh, we've been following uh, up on the operations uh, very closely on a daily basis. That includes Saturday and Sunday. Uh, so I, I think we're we're quite uh, quite close to the operations. As a matter of fact, uh, as we speak, there, there's a, there's a call going on uh, between the mines. So. Well, um, I think that has helped us tremendously, and uh, uh, but as soon as uh, Mexico starts uh, losing up, which uh, we think it's going to be the first one, we're going to start to see some uh, trouble uh, between in- inside Mexico and then later with with Peru. Now, the other the other element that uh, helps us uh, as a company is that uh, our workforce in in Mexico uh, is. Uh, Essentially, uh, uh, all but two of them are, are Mexicans, and in Peru, uh, our workforce is uh, all Peruvian, so uh, they're all uh, uh, on site, and, and the, the ones that do travel are, are the corporate uh, staff uh, uh, from Toronto and, and from Lima. So uh, that's uh, that's an update, Heiko. I appreciate
3: it. Thank you, guys, and uh, stay safe. Thank
0: you. Your next question comes from a line of Lee Copperman with Omega Family Office. Please go ahead.
6: Thank you. Uh, Let me first compliment you. I think you're doing a very fine job in a very difficult environment. I'm curious, as you take all the moving parts, I'm not looking to put you into the guidance game because I realize you don't want to offer guidance, but would you expect, all things being equal, that you would have more cash at the end of the year than you have currently? In other words, are you expecting to generate cash this year? Hi, Lee. Yes, that's correct. All right. That's my only question. Thank you, but you're doing a fine job, and stay safe and healthy. Thank you. Thank you, Lee.
0: Again, if you'd like to ask a question, press star 1 on your telephone keypad. Your next question comes from the line of Jim Young with West Family Investment. Please go ahead.
6: Yeah. Hi, uh, a couple of questions for you. Number one is uh, what seems to differentiate Sierra metal from other uh, mining companies is, is the growth opportunities that you have ahead of you. And so what I'm curious about is if you look at the um, production at Bolivar, Can you give us a sense as to assuming you get the, the May 18th date holds, how long is it going to take you to be able to ramp towards the 5,000 tons per day in 2020? Yeah, and the, uh,
2: Jim, this is Igor, and, and the, the ramp up in, in, in Bolivar, uh, has been on, on track until COVID, of course, and it has to do a lot with development in the, in the mine. Uh, the plant is, is there. It's already it can do 5,000. We tested the plant many, many times 5,000. So, uh, w- uh, the plant is not, not an issue. I think it's mine development. So, uh, as soon as we get back to normal, uh, one of our priorities will be to uh, I- increase our development meters and, uh, and be able to continue the ramp uh, where we left it. We left it uh, around 4,500 tons per day. Uh, and, and as you know, during this, uh, this down period, uh, we, we have not done
4: uh,
2: all the development we, we need because uh, we were operating with a limited workforce.
6: Okay, so would <laughs> would you still expect to be able to achieve the 5,000 tons per day level in the fourth quarter of 2020?
2: Yes, that's our expectation.
6: Okay. <laughs> and then beyond the 5,000 tons a day in 2020 in the fourth quarter, is there further ability to grow the Bolivar production in 2021 and beyond, and if so, how much?
2: Uh- uh, we 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 have to make a a PA first uh, we we just uh, published our, our resources our new 43101 and uh, and we have uh, a significant increase in resources however i should point out that most of the increase in is in uh, el gallo el gallo inferior uh, because we just didn't have enough development to do infill drilling in bolivar west which uh, where we get most of our better grade but we would like to Continue a, a, a next phase of infield drilling in Bolivar West, and start to, to do a PEA study, and the study will tell us what what would be a, a, a comfortable uh, capacity increase. Now, uh, up to this point, we've we've done it uh, with uh, limited resources, and, and uh, a, a further increase has to be studied. Uh, and we have to analyze water, tailings, and and um, and power. Those are the three elements that uh, will have a, a big say on a, on a on a larger increase.
6: So, when when would you expect to conclude the uh, PEA study? Then,
2: I I don't have a date right now, but uh, uh, probably early 2021.
6: Okay, and uh, the uh, second question is, you know, I recognize that uh, given the COVID the situation where things have been kind of uh, shut down a little bit, but um, in the in some of the uh, prior discussions, you had mentioned that uh, the possibility of having the porphyries, and that there seem to be two porphyries at uh, Yarracocha, and I'm just kind of wondering if you can discuss, you know, the status of those two porphyries, where they are, and uh, and lastly, regarding the porphyry discussion, do you think is there a porphyry at Bolivar? And are you currently looking for a porphyry Bolivar? Thank you. Yeah,
2: the the I will answer the Bolivar part first, uh, and the the answer is yes. We we have identified a, a porphyry environment below Bolivar West, uh, uh, below and and north of Bolivar West. And uh, we were in the in the process of of, of um, uh, drilling when we were interrupted by COVID, and so we've uh, we need to resume that uh, effort uh, when we resume operations. Well, it, it probably be sometime in in uh, mid late June because we first have to focus on the operation, and uh, and and yet we will continue that that uh, that work. In the case of Yauricocha, uh, I, I think we reported, we entered into a da with a, with a mayor for, for them to, to evaluate what we have done to date. And that has been stopped also, and we haven't done much work on that uh, this year. As soon as we get back to normal in, in Peru, we'll, we'll touch base with, uh, with this major and, and, and try to uh, accelerate this, uh, the work now in Yaricocha the porphyry is, is deeper, and, um, and so it, it needs a lot more work to make it economical.
6: But at, at the porphyry at the Yaricocha that you were just talking about, I thought, the, I thought in prior discussions you mentioned there were two possible porphyries. I mean, you've you got, you got identified the one porphyry that you've entered into the CA with, but is there a second porphyry in the, uh, at Yaricocha?
2: Uh, no, there is only a, a large number of anomalies. Uh, nothing like what we have identified via drilling with uh, the first porphyry. Uh, we we would like to to drill first before we we confirm that there is another porphyry. Okay, great. All right, thank you very much. Thank you.
0: And there are no further questions at this time. I will turn the call back over to the presenters for closing remarks.
4: Thank you, operator.
1: That concludes today's call. On behalf of the management team, I would like to thank all participants for joining us today. A replay of the webcast and all the materials can be found on our website at CRMetals.com. If there are any further questions or concerns, you may reach out to us anytime after today's call. Our contact information can be found in today's presentation, as well as on the company's website. Thank you, operator. Please conclude the call.
0: This concludes today's conference call. You may now disconnect. Thank you for listening to TSX Quarterly. If you enjoyed the cast, remember to leave a good rating. And remember, for any additional inquiries, please consult the company's investor relations section on their website. See you next time.
7: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at That's corient.com. That's corien tcom com.